Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. I appreciate you downloading this episode and joining us on the His Call Technology Podcast. I'm Chuck. Today we have Mr. Tony Holmes, as Tiffany called him on a previous episode. <laughs> Tony, as many of you know, is Director of Sales at His Call. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Chuck. Glad to be here. It's been a couple of months since you and Tiffany were here talking about HTS 2019. 2019 uh, HTS was a real success, so won't be long we'll be talking about the 2020 hts that's right it comes around quickly doesn't it it uh, time flies when you get to be my age it really flies <laughs> i'm gaining more appreciation for that tony you can't catch me hey tony how's your sales team doing this year doing pretty good chuck can't complain uh it's the old saying goes it could always be better uh, we've kind of had a change in the guards in the sales teams. Things have changed over the last several years. You know, 12 years ago when I came to work for his call, I would look on the sales board and I'd see what all these people sell and I'd wonder, whoo. I said, what do they sell? I said, they got some nice numbers up there. They said, you know, they sell Avaya Enterprise. And I said, well, you know, that's what I want to sell. And they go, oh, you can't sell that. I said, oh, yes, I can. So that's kind of where my career started as far as technology is concerned. I had no idea what the phone business was like when I came to work here. Over the past 12 years, it's changed tremendously, and so has his call. During that time, 95% of our business was telephony. Now probably 60% of our business is telephony. We've gone in different directions, and we've had to... Uh, we've kind of made a metamorphosis here at HISCON on, on how we do business and what we sell. That's kind of how the changing of the guards have gone. We sell CCTV, access control, infrastructure. That kind of business now is viable. It's doing well. Some of the people that are in our sales department have made the change and realized, hey, if I'm going to be successful and continue to be successful, I've got to I've got i to change the way I sell and what I sell and what customers I sell. This year, uh, right now, Tom Ward's been with us for I think around 14 years, 15 years, somewhere in that neighborhood. Tom has uh, always been close to the top, but this year he's uh, kind of running away with the with the sales. I asked him the other day, I said, Tom, how much of your business is telephony? And this year, probably 30% of his business has been telephony. The rest of it has been infrastructure, AV, nurse call, you name it, he's done it. And that's the new type of salesperson we're looking for uh, that can sell a variety, that understands all the products we sell. And, and finding good salespeople is hard. I tell you, Chuck, I found a, I found me a ringer in East Tennessee. Yeah, I'm real excited about your new sales executive over in East Tennessee, expanding our reach and, and getting some depth over there. And I have already completed some uh, quotes 
and uh, excited to see what she's going to do over there. Yeah, Diane Esteban lives in Johnson City. She's done an excellent job. It's been good. I, I mean, the market in East Tennessee is really growing. We do have office in Knoxville, and we just need to, we need more business in that area. We need more coverage, and finding good people that can do it is a is one thing. And I think I found a I, I found a ringer, as they say. I think she's going to be good. Yeah, I agree with you. She's uh, I've, I've enjoyed talking to her and working with her so far. You've got some big deals working right now. There's some big projects. Ken sold a huge paging project to uh, one of the largest hospitals in Nashville. We've got some other hospital work going on. Our infrastructure team is, man, they're they're covered up. Yeah, they uh, they're slammed. Uh, did you say a big hospital paging job in Nashville? Another big hospital job going on in Middle Tennessee. Uh, there's prospects right now for several more. We're pretty versatile. Uh, we have a, a good infrastructure department. <clears throat> they do an excellent job, and if anybody ever does business with us one time, they'll realize I'm not going to be the, the least expensive, but the quality of work uh, will surpass anybody in the state in my book. We want to talk about our salespeople. Ken did excellent job on that. Patricia Terry, she's my only salesperson that works out of the Dixon office. Patricia is kind of like Tom. She has a wide variety of customers. She sells a wide variety of his call equipment, services. She's one of these people that I, I, I depend on a lot. We just started a lead generation call center. When they, They're generating leads for my salespeople and I know when I get a lead from the call center I can give it to Patricia I don't worry about it she takes care of it she handles the customer with the way they need to be handled overall the whole team is that way I have seven sales outside salespeople I could use a, a couple of more it's it's exciting to see what's going on here how the business is evolving uh, bringing on new sales executives, lead generation call center up and running. It's all good stuff. There's been a uh, lot of news this past week, Tony, and I uh, wanted to cover that news today on this podcast. We've got excitement out on the social media channels, um, news coverage around Avaya, also uh, MyTail. For the past couple of months, there's been rumors and speculation about Avaya's future and what's going to take place. You know, it could be uh, acquisition by MyTail. They were in talks with Ring Central, and then last Thursday, you and I were down in your office, and Gary Luffman came in. We began talking about the stock price, and we noticed that the Avaya stock had had a jump that afternoon, and and we knew some news had had come out. Avaya had just made a big announcement. Um, in partnership with Ring Central, and let's talk about that today. It's been well received, generated a lot of uh, activity on the social media channels, like I mentioned, and and the market responded well. Uh, Avaya and Ring Central stock jumped. So let's discuss some of the details of that deal. I, I wish I, I wish I could tell you. I wish I had more information about how the deal is structured and. It's so early in the in the news that I don't know if any of us really know. I don't even know if the people that uh, 
work there really understand exactly how how this is going to go down i'm curious to how they're going to make it all work you've been in this longer than i have uh what's your take on it chuck what do you think well i mean time time will tell for sure right so what what has happened is um, it's not a merger, it's not an acquisition. Ring Central didn't buy Avaya, they didn't merge, but they did enter into a strategic partnership, and they are going to co-develop a cloud platform called Avaya Cloud Office. I see that sometimes as uh, Avaya Cloud Office by Ring Central, or just ACO. They're going to make that available the first quarter of 2020. Um, and it'll be, it will not be a, uh, a reseller agreement. It will not be just a rebranding of Ring Central's cloud platform, but it will be a, an Avaya product that will have unique features for Avaya, and it'll support the Avaya handsets. Um, Avaya needed to do something. They were, uh, they, you know, had made several attempts in different scenarios in, in generating some uh, cloud solutions. They had mostly uh, powered by Avaya, using Avaya solutions, relying upon the uh, distributors, partner community to leverage the Avaya software and build out their own cloud. They also did some stuff with Google, and uh, they had some success with it, but it, it, I don't, it wasn't taken off, I don't think, like they wanted. This gives them, right off the bat, a multi-tenant UCAS offer for Avaya customers. They talking about having uh, migration options for existing customers, leverage existing investments and, and some tools that will help them and aid them to get to cloud for those that want to. We'll just, we'll have to see what happens, won't we, Tony? We will, Chuck. And, you know, I think Avaya had been under the, kind of behind the eight ball on the, on the cloud situation. So possibly this is a, a route for them to to go that direction because that's to me that seems like where everybody's wanting to go whether it's telephony whether whether it's data uh it seems like every time we turn around somebody wants to uh put something in the cloud and and some of it i understand and some of it i don't understand you know i was in a, a meeting yesterday with a cloud call center company and they said that 87% of all call centers are still premise-based. Cloud is a buzzword. Cloud attracts a lot of attention, especially because it's an OPEX expense. It's a lot easier for a company to get the OPEX money instead of the CAPEX money because uh, sometimes the CAPEX expenditures, they're so big on the front end it's hard to get them approved and then down the road do they know where they're going to be with the what they're buying you think how fast technology is changing now chuck you're locked in for five years on a product that in two years may be obsolete and i think a lot of people are thinking if i can take it to the cloud i can eliminate some you know uh I can grow, grow better. I, let's let's put it that way. You know, they think they can anyway. But in the long run, if you put a pencil to it, it's still if uh, if, if you buy it, it's going it's going to be less expensive than putting it in the cloud. I'm not a CPA, and I I can tell you that pretty quick. 
we're, we're living in a different world, and we don't know exactly where this is going to take to the, all the telephony to. We've got our own cloud. Uh, got trials out. We're selling some. Works great. I've had no complaints, and everybody that's got it likes it. We felt like it was just better if we did it ourselves, not to have to go through a third party to make it happen. I think we've got a real good product. I think it's going to be kind of a wave of the future for his call. There are going to be, we know uh, from what we read and what we see, that there are going to be some customers that are going to move their communications to the cloud. His call had to have an offering. We couldn't find uh, exactly what we wanted to go to market with to best serve our customers, so we developed the His Call Cloud. And, you know, we're doing some great demos. We've got some really good trials going. Uh, we've got some customers signed up already. You know, I'm real excited about that. I am too, and, and I, I am for a reason. I have got control of it if it's at his call, and I don't have to worry about somebody else. I think we're on the right path, but hey, there's still a lot of business still out there now in the, in the premise world. People are there. Uh, we, we, we have not said, okay, we're, we hadn't raised the white flag and saying, okay, we're, we're through with the premise-based phone equipment. We're still, we're still there. We're still working. We're still going strong at it. I don't see it disappearing anytime soon. Uh, I think the Via platform, they're going to take some of their platform to the cloud. There's still a big demand for their product out there that's, that's premise-based. That's not going to change. That's with every manufacturer, you know, and I, we sell th- four different manufacturers right now. Uh, Avaya, uh, Mytel, Shortel. Uh, it's hard for me to not say Shortel when I say Mytel because I'm used to selling Shortel. Uh, NEC and Sangoma. And they all have their place. They all do different things. I feel like at times that we can take people down the right path, uh, but we have, to, we have to be able to tell our story. And if we don't tell our story, nobody understands and that's why it takes good salespeople to tell the story you know you've got to ask good questions you need to understand what it is that your customer needs where what are their pain points and how can you solve that for them that could be a cloud solution could be a premise solution and it could be you know best suited for one manufacturer over another and you know you just really need to uh uh, have those good conversations and establish that trust relationship with the customer that they know you're going to put in front of them uh, what works best for them. I, that's one reason working at his call. I, I most appreciate the broad portfolio that we have. You know, if all I've got is one product, I'm going to try my best to make that fit in who I'm trying to sell to. Well, oh, I know I had one product. <laughs> well, we've been we've been in a heap of trouble. Uh, you know that's what I mean. A true statement. That's you know? right. Gary Luffin's had a. He's always had an open mind. He thinks out of the box a lot of times. He sees things sometimes that we don't see. I appreciate that, and I think everybody here appreciates that. We're a lot different than a lot of telef- telephony companies out here because we don't have all our eggs in one basket. And I'm lucky I'm here. I appreciate the opportunity over the last 10 years to be the director of sales. It's a changing world, changing time every day. It definitely is a changing world. Speaking of change, let's move over to some other news that caught me off guard. I don't know if you had any thought of it uh, being announced, but it it caught me completely off guard. So shortly after uh, 
Let's see, the Avaya announcement was on Thursday, and then was it Monday of this week? It was Monday morning about 8.25. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what you heard Monday morning about 8.25. That must have been, that was about the sales call, wasn't it? It was during the sales call on Monday morning, and uh, I read where uh, Rich McBee had, uh, I guess, I, I, did he resign as uh, CEO of Mytel? Yeah, that's what I understand. He uh, He's going he, to... A, a different opportunity or whatever right. different so, technology or so it, he's he's moving on if uh into another another role as i don't know we don't know what that is or where it is but rich mcbee for you that don't know uh has been the president ceo of my tail uh for gosh a long time uh yeah i i read that he was appointed uh president ceo in 2011 um, he's led Mytel's industry consolidation strategy through how many acquisitions? I don't know, 10 a or 12 lot. or more or something. I mean, it seemed like they were uh, acquiring anybody and everybody in the telephony business there for a while. And I think they were, were wanting to buy you in the worst kind of way. That conversation kept making the news. That rumor kept coming up. It would come up, and then we wouldn't hear anything about it. And a few months later, you'd hear it again. And I, I kind of think they would like to have some of that $100 million It's too. odd he resigns two days after the announcement of... The timing is interesting. It, it is interesting, okay. So, But I'm not a wizard or a soothsayer, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, uh, along with Rich McBee's announcement that he was moving on, they have already named uh, new president CEO, Mary T. McDowell. She's a former Polycom CEO. Um, she led the company through the successful sale to Plantronics in 2018. Plantronics and Polycom have rebranded earlier this year to be Poly. I had a look at her uh, LinkedIn profile, and it says on her LinkedIn profile that she delivered the first revenue growth in over six years yeah, at Polycom. I saw that. But she also held uh, some senior leadership positions at Nokia, Hewlett Packard, and Compaq. So she's been around the technology industry. She has. What do you expect from the new CEO? That's a that's a that's a open-ended question because I, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect from anyone anymore. Just be honest with you. You know what I expect? Pretty much what they said in the announcement. She's there to take them to the cloud. Do we not hear that from everybody we, we talk to? We hear that from everybody we talk to. We're gonna go to the cloud. Yep. Let's go to the cloud. You and I can talk about the cloud, uh, you know, until the dogs come home. You know, it's just it's just a different world. It is a different world, and it's changing quicker than we can take it in a lot of times. Tony, really appreciate you joining me again today. Thank you for your support on the podcast. Chuck, I've enjoyed every minute of it. You know it makes me bad nervous sitting here and talk to you. <laughs> My problem is I don't know what I'm going to say, okay? I don't know whether it's good or bad. Hey, I am what I am, and I think everybody that knows me, I don't hold back. If I have something on my mind, I'm going to tell you about it. Well, I appreciate the conversation. Thank you guys for downloading. Really appreciate every opportunity you take to join us here on the show. As we wrap up today, we'll close out as always. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. 
Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call Solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.